Welcome, my darling pretties, to our Beyond the Dawn of Business podcast for pretty empowered female entrepreneurs. It's time to step into your power, pretties, lift each other, support the squad, and choose a life filled with the autonomy and freedom to live your dreams. I'm your host, Dawn Beth, owner and founder of Beyond the Dawn Digital Business Brand and Agency. My coffee is hot and my eyelashes are on, so we are ready to go. Hi everybody and welcome to today's episode. Today I wanted to talk to you about the power of the pivot. I know we use the term pivoting quite a lot, especially since the COVID years. We've used that terminology quite often when we're talking about different ways in which we can direct our situations from a direction that we thought we were going into to perhaps a completely different direction entirely. Sometimes it's not completely a different direction. Sometimes it's just a slight shift in where we were going or what we were doing. But regardless, what we tend to do is we worry and think about pivots as a really, really big thing. I had a client recently who I absolutely adore working with. She is a dream client. She's incredibly self-aware. She's always really, really respectful of both my time and her time. Our boundaries with each other are stellar, but there's so much um, love and respect and enjoyment in each other's company that we get a lot of good, really, really fantastic work done when we're together. She really is a dream. And when we work together and we talk about what she wants out of her business, occasionally the original things that we were working on or the original things that were down on our kind of five to ten year plan when we first started working together might not fit the same um, as they did when we wrote them down, right? And it's always really interesting because at the beginning of our working relationship, It would be a conversation where we would discuss her wants and needs. We would discuss the business viability of those wants and needs. We would talk about how we can make a joyful life around those business decisions. And now there is this great casual allowance of space and acceptance that I don't think many of us I mean I've only I feel like I've only just mastered it myself but I don't feel like any of us really give ourselves the credit or the opportunity to fully embrace and lean into and that's why I thought it was so important to talk about the power of the pivot and give you back that power for yourself the world of online gurus The world of online coaching, the world of mentors, me included, people whose podcasts you listen to, emails you read, social posts you interact with, people who you buy your stuff from, who teach you things that guide you, that support you. Occasionally, we can get a bit much and we can give you lots and lots of different advice. This advice, especially if it's for general advice, can perhaps maybe not fully fit your situation. And sometimes we will pick through advice to find the part that fits us um, and we'll leave the rest behind, which is great. But occasionally we will take somebody else's fluid, flexible advice that's meant to be an all-you-can-eat buffet and take that as a five-course set menu for ourselves. 
and we'll look at our situation and think this is this is uh, what I I have to do now this is what I have to eat now this is what has been presented to me as being the correct thing and therefore I can't question it this person who understands more about this life or understands more about this business or understands more about how to be a success in this arena has told me this thing so I have to kind of suck it up and take this advice and do what I'm told and the problem with that is you are taken away from your own intuition and you're taken away from you from your own autonomy My life purpose is to remind you of your power and for you to take the autonomy of your own existence back firmly into your hands where nobody else can ever remove it ever again. And that's important to me that you should know that even when you're listening to me, even when you're listening to people that I have recommended to you, when you're listening to your favorite people online or or when you're consuming content, you still need to be the person who can evaluate that information and make it work for you. Make it really work for you. When we pivot You might be thinking about somebody who perhaps has decided they're going to work in the cake industry. I'm going to be in events and hospitality. I'm going to make cakes or I'm going to teach people how to make cakes. And that is what I'm going to do. Somebody who then decides, actually, I am going to teach people how to do beauty instead. I'm going to teach people how to do lashes and nails and hair and makeup and beauty. And that's a complete pivot. That might be what you think a pivot looks like. And for some people, that's a full 360 pivot, granted. And occasionally that does happen. But quite often a pivot is more gentle than that. The direction isn't completely different in completely different industries. It might just be something as simple as the way that you present yourself in terms of your messaging. It might be the name of your business. It might be the tagline of your business. It might be the branding of your business. It might be the opportunity for you to kind of relaunch yourself in a way that feels more aligned to the person you are right now. When we take on branding clients... We are very, very careful about where they are in their journey in terms of what kind of brand association fits for them. I would love it if every single time somebody emailed us and wanted us to create a brand suite for them um, and create their business identity and support them in terms of really figuring out their messaging and what it is that they want to connect with their clients and how they're going to show up for the world. I would love it if every single time that happened, it was a brand new business and that person was super clear and they knew what they wanted and they had a really good understanding of what they were going to put out into the world and what they were going to create and how they wanted to make that business. But the truth is, nine times out of ten, business doesn't work that way. My first business, even though I have gone full circle and I have re-included some of the, the love and the skills that came from my first business... My first business was completely different to what the majority of my audience members know me for. My first business was a design business in home decor. It was literally me supporting Instagram influencers who had their own DIY or home interior accounts. At the time when Mrs. Hinch was still a small name, I was creating those amazing print on-demand 
make like just amazing home decor um offers and prints that people could take up and use and then dispose of a couple of months later so they could always have the new trendy thing create their Instagram images, do what they needed to do, enjoy them for a little bit, but then be able to replace them at a really affordable cost. And I went into so much depth in my original store. We started off with home decor. We started off with kind of making these Instagrammable accessories. And in the end, we were designing clothing ranges for other businesses. We were setting up brand ambassadorship for our own business and helping to match for other businesses like us because we got a following of businesses that were similar who wanted to share in our success for themselves and it became this whole thing it was massive now if you were to look at the business that I have today you will find some of the skills from that original business embedded in there and that's great But when I came out and said, okay, behind the scenes, we've actually been helping lots of people on Facebook and Instagram actually build proper brands. When I came out and said, we're actually got an agency who is doing full social media packages for people, not just creating the content, but informing the content, building strategy, and also managing the delivery of that content, as well as creating opportunities for data collection and then reporting on that content so that we have a really clear view on what to do next that was a pivot (laughs) there's no denying lots and lots of people who we were working with at the time in terms of the prints was not expecting me to come out and say here's a full-blown digital marketing agency that's been running almost secretly behind the scenes white label for people and I kind of fell into that it was it was a happy accident more and more people could recognize just how wonderfully we were doing in our business and they wanted support and they knew that I would be friendly enough to help them and that my pricing structure would be accessible and that I wouldn't turn them away I would give them the opportunity to do what we were doing in the same kind of way now you might look at a pivot and think okay so a small pivot is fine something that where you can see the connection is fine but what if you've actually had a business and people recognize you as one thing and now you want to turn on your heel and be known for something completely different well my big answer to this is that I really do genuinely believe that when we add a layer of desperation, panic or worry into our businesses, when we're making these decisions, we actually rob ourselves of a lot of the learning processes that happen to us as entrepreneurs. And the reason we do that is because we create instances where we are so consumed by that worry, fear or desperation that instead of focusing on the things that are really important to us and our growth, we actually find ourselves focusing mainly on that fear and it directs and diverts our attention away from the genius of being an entrepreneur. For me, I love the autonomy of being able to think of a new product in the morning and to have created, built, structured or even scheduled to build and structure that product by the end of the day, depending on how big it is, depending on what is required for me to be able to deliver that to an excellent level, I can think something up in the morning, I can create the thing 
or I can schedule some time to create the thing if I need more time. And by the end of that day, that's a living, breathing, viable thing inside my business. Not actually living, breathing, it's just a term of phrase, but it's actually there. It's part of my business. And and actually my team, they're amazing because I do this all of the time. I'm like, guys, I really think I want to do this thing. I've recognized that my people need this, or I think my people would really enjoy this, or pretties are going to love it if I can provide them with this and before we know it that's a structure that's a plan that's an opportunity for me to connect with you for me to give you something that's going to really support you but it's also going to give me a lot of joy as well and I don't care it never once for me has become an issue where I'm like "Mm, I wonder if this will muddy my identity and whether actually this will be considered too much of a pivot I don't care There is a lovely flexibility and playfulness of being able to test things and keep the things that work. Like do a lot of things, try a lot of things, do put something out there into the world that may not be your biggest hit. Not every single course I have created has been a biggest hit. I have a signature course. It happens to be the course that I'm not running again, which is obviously um, quite hilarious. But there is no worry in me closing down audience attraction because I know that the teachings of audience attraction, I will find a way to still give them to my people, but I'm going to do it in a way that suits them better. Now that the world has moved on and it's 2023 and not 2019 anymore, I'm going to do it in a different way. The delivery will be different, but the results will be just as good, if not better. And I'm not worried. I'm not scared. Is that a pivot in my business? Sure. We've released this same course every single year for the last five years. And we've done it more than once a year occasionally. And we've done it in multi-format. We've done it in lots of different ways. However, I'm not worried. That little pivot is right for us at the time. And I know it's right because I'm looking at buyer and consumer behavior. I'm looking at my clients and listening to what they're telling me. But equally, I'm trusting my guts. And there's a playfulness in seeing what happens next. What is going to happen now that I've allowed the space for other things to be here? If you're worrying about a pivot, if you're really concerned and you want to do something different, just completely humor me for a moment and give yourself the power and permission to do exactly what it is you want without asking permission from anybody else. Just humor me and try that feeling on for a moment. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Feels good, doesn't it? Feels real good to not have to ask permission. It feels real good to let go 
of trying to com completely control the outcome ahead of actually doing anything. The main thing that stops people from taking action is fear. Because we constantly want to try and control the outcome to the point where we know exactly what's going to happen. I do this with movies. This is a, a, a perhaps a character flaw that I'm about to share with you. Um, but, and I always thought that this was just a personality trait, but it might actually have something to do with my ADHD now that I have been diagnosed. It might actually be something that falls into that category. But let me know if you do this. If you're in my free group, let me know if you ever do this. But I occasionally can't handle watching films that have a high suspense level. So if I've invested in a character and there's an opportunity for that character to get hurt or pass away or they're in a dangerous situation or it's really quite stressful, there's an area of my personality that feels very empathetic and I struggle with those types of emotions. Like I, Sometimes I just can't handle them on top of my own personal life emotions and it gets a bit overwhelming. And I have this really, really, I guess, bad habit that soothes me, that comforts me. And I sometimes do it and I won't tell anybody that I'm doing it because I'm ashamed or embarrassed. But I will Google the ending or I'll Google the question, like, does this character end up being eaten by a wolf or whatever? So that I don't have to live through the suspensefulness, the, the panic, the worry, the stress, and I can control the outcome. And that small modicum of control gives me a sense of relief in that moment. Now, if you're sat watching a thriller, you're sat watching a horror movie, that, that might work for you. In business, my darlings, we can't do that. We can edge our bets. We can bet on ourselves. And we can do the things that need to be done to give ourselves the best possible opportunity for a good result but we cannot we cannot absolutely guarantee the result unless we are doing everything we possibly can to make sure that these things that we're putting our focus into has our heart and soul and that we're taking care of people and that we have great connections with people we know what we're doing and we don't give up the biggest way to know that you're going to allow yourself a success is to just not give up even if you have a failed launch, even if nobody understands what it is that you're trying to support them with, even if you're sat thinking, I have done this for ages, nothing is moving for me, the main thing is not giving up. If you really want it, you can make it happen. If you can connect to just a couple of people, you know you can connect to Mighty More. The first client's the hardest client, but if you're thinking of yourself, oh, I really want to pivot. I want to change my business. I want to look into this arena that's really, really interesting to me. I want to move into this area, but nobody's going to understand. Why would somebody work with me in this arena when I've worked in this other um, situation? People will. People are far more understanding and people are far more intelligent with these things than you may recognize. What you put your passion and focus into will ultimately be the things that people want to know more about from you. And the power in the pivot is actually you allowing yourself to do exactly what feels right to you. We talk a lot about authenticity. That's a word that is way overused. 
But we talk a lot about authenticity and essentially this is what this is about. Giving yourself the power back to do what feels right within your personal life, within your passion spectrum, within your business. Being authentic to the person you are now, not trying to hold on to the person that you perhaps were when you started the business or the journey you were on during that time. When you made key decisions about what it was you were going to do, that doesn't have to be upheld. It doesn't change who you are. It doesn't make you any less loyal to the overall purpose of your life. It doesn't actually change anything other than what you're focusing your attention on. Multi-passionate people, entrepreneurs with multi-different opportunities for income, multi projects, people who don't want their finger in just the one pie, but really, really want to see what it's like to taste them all. We don't have to stay in one arena. And yeah, stay in your lane is is solid advice, but you also need the context of stay in your lane. I don't believe in stay in your lane. I believe test the lanes, see which one suits you best. This is such a crazy analogy, but If you've ever been on holiday, like a family holiday, maybe there were kids involved, maybe there weren't, there's no judgment, and you go to a water park or you're in some sort of hotel where they have water slides, and often at these water parks, wherever you are in the world, they will have different slides of different heights, different curves, different speeds, based on obviously the science of the gravity, the water pressure and everything that goes with that. So if you're the type of person who really enjoys a bit of a thrill, really enjoys water slides as, you know, (laughs) as kind of like a common hobby, then you might try all of those water slides. You might be multi-slide passionate, maybe, and you might try all of those slides and decide which one you like the best based on the water pressure, based on the curves, based on the speed, based on the enjoyment and the thrill of using that water slide. How do you know if which one is your favourite if you don't try them all? How do you know what your favourite food is? How do you know what your favourite movie is? How do you know what clothes you enjoy wearing? How do you know who your favourite person is? Like, what's, What made you decide what music was good? How are you going to decide which area of business is your favourite? How are you going to decide which area of business suits you best? How are you going to decide which area of business is the most financially viable that gives you the highest return? If you're not willing to try a few different types, there are some really, really fantastic structures out there that you can take and actually mould to pretty much any business. So take the foundational stuff, but give yourself a break and give yourself the power back in the pivot and darlings do whatever feels right for you give yourself the permission because essentially that is where the power in the pivot really really stands i hope you've enjoyed today's episode i love hearing from you please do let me know how you felt about this one and until next time i'll speak to you later if you're loving our pretty podcast come on over to social pretties our online safe house and sisterhood community it's a safe space where female entrepreneurs connect and thrive in a warm welcoming fold of pretty amazing women you'll find an easy redirect in the description and i can't wait to see you in there
And depending on where you're listening right now, we would love it if you would click subscribe or follow so that you can be the first to know when our new podcasts come out.